Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. We always like to give you information of what's happening here in Indy, though. Right, You can get national headlines all over the place. What I love about this platform is we can talk about what's happening in Central yeah, Indy. Sometimes I don't always love the stories, though. And that's what's happening in Fishers. A Fishers Christian Academy teacher is on administrative leave after being accused of having a relationship with a 15-year-old student. And it's more than just that. I mean, if this dude's 34 years old, I don't even want to say his name. Makes me sick to my stomach. At a, at a Christian academy, no less. Not that it makes it any worse. It happens. It's awful when it happens anywhere where parents trust the teachers and they drop off their kids and entrust the teachers the safety of their kids. But this guy's thirty-four year old. Uh, child sex trafficking charge in there. He's, he's charged with several felonies. Right now, normally when there is a, let's say, mass shooting. I will not say the name of the person because I think that person wants to be famous and I don't want to give them what they want. But in this case, Nige, I think parents need to know if their children have any sort of interaction. And the person being charged here is 34-year-old Stephen Ion, A-Y-O-N. And according to the probable cause filed in Hamilton County, he has been charged with one count of devastation disseminating of matter harmful to minors that's a level six felony one count of child solicitation that's a level four felony one count of child seduction a level four felony one count of sexual misconduct with a minor another level four one count of promotion of child sex trafficking a level three felony and one count of Vicarious sexual gratification, a level five felony. And this was a Christian Academy teacher, 34 years old, in a relationship with a 15-year-old. Yeah. I, you know, you try to put yourself in its position. You never want to put yourself in the position of being a parent and having to find out that this happened to your 15-year-old daughter. I don't know if it's a, a, a male or a female. I'm assuming it's, it's female, but... You could pretty much count on seeing my mugshot on TV over the next few days if that were my daughter. And I, it, you, the bail money, I, it would, there would probably be, uh, I would be held without bond, probably. And I'd be right there with you, brother. And I think there's a lot of people listening in their radio right now going, preach. I'm right there with you. Also, here in Central Indy, the Indiana Fraternal Order of Police has put out a statement in regards to the two officers being charged for that shooting of a man in the driveway that took place uh, New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. Yeah, he was asleep in his car or something like that, and his grandma called 911 because she didn't know who it was. Right. And he had a a gun on him, laying on him. There was a weapon in the passenger seat, and next thing you know, shots are being fired. The statement from the Fraternal Order of Police. I'm going to read you just a little bit. This is just an excerpt. Quote, The charges against the two officers are a classic example of a 2020 hindsight case which is expressly prohibited by the United States Supreme Court precedent. Instead, this invites people to pass judgment on what was learned after the incident rather than what the officers knew at the time. 
The statement goes on to say no officer should have to second guess their actions in a split second. They are trying to defend their lives. So this one is got legal stuff written all over it. And the statement from the FOP, they're citing president set by the United States Supreme Court. Now, speaking of crime, punishment in Indy, remember the name Cindy Carrasco. Yeah, I really like Cindy. She had a campaign against the Ryan Mears for uh, Marion County Prosecutor. Right. I thought she ran a pretty good campaign. She didn't do any self-inflicted wounds. You know, she got beat by Ryan you know, we, Mears, we and talk, it's a very blue city. We talked to her several uh, several times, and it was it was a pretty wide mor- mar- margin of uh, victory for Mears. I right. I believe Cindy. 20%. And since then, she is basically in charge of like the policing of the University of Indianapolis, among other things. So all the security of the campus, uh, one of the duties that Cindy Carrasco has been doing, she's now filed her paperwork as a candidate for the Indiana State Senate seat that was vacated by the unexpected death of Jack Sandlin last week. So I like Cindy Carrasco a great deal. Again, I think she is somebody that would have really served Indianapolis and Marion County in the prosecutor's position, but she is now going to file to be a state senator looking to fill the seat after Jack Sandlin passed away unexpectedly of a heart attack uh, just last week.